Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Asamoa Gian, ex-Sunderland striker and Ghana legiander. And uh, that's because he's generally named his book Legianderi, which, fair play, is exceptional. He played for Sunderland, Udinese, Wren, and several teams in the Middle East, China, and Turkey. Sunderland top scorer in 2011, all-time record Ghana goalscorer, once the eighth best-paid player in the world, and, of course, author. But will Legianderi live up to its title? Find out in this week's Football Book Club. It feels like it was... Written by AI. <laughs> Get ready for some enjambement, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scientific soccer lads, yeah. You know, Frank Lampard hasn't got his own airline. And if he did, I wouldn't That's fly on it. <laughs> if he did, I wouldn't go anywhere near that airline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where... Instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Muriel Spark, more Jisung Park. And, uh... Ooh, that didn't... Uh, <laughs> I not like that reaction. Huh? Um, I, it's, more, it's more I don't... Who's, who's Muriel Spark? Uh, <gasps> I'm jeepers, I'm so <sighs> sorry. It's, uh, it's Tasha's uh, pen name. <laughs> 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 I thought that was Karen Brady. Oh, yeah, Karen Brady. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I I can't remember who Muriel Spark is either, but I did Google them before to check they're a real author. They are a real author, and I'm disgusted. I'm anyway, so you don't I'm know. so so sorry. <laughs> I actually do feel oh. really bad. <laughs> I was thinking though, just 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 um, on the Karen Brady note. Yeah. When I was thinking of setting up my like anonymous Wagatha Christie blog, yeah, I was going to do it under the name Karen Shady. Nice. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that is that good. good. That would have been good because um, it's, yeah. it's a woman. It's women tangentially in football, and it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, that is good. Yeah. But the problem is, um, too late now. Vardy, late now. Vardy would have stolen it. She's, she's she trademarked, trademarked Wagatha exactly. Christie now. Trademarked Wagatha the Christie. Yeah. Trademarked Karen Shady. <laughs> she's trademarked Colleen Rooney's own name. <laughs> Colleen Mooney lighting as a detectivey. <laughs> okay. Oh. Or just Mooney lighting because that was a famous oh. TV show about detectives. That's a better idea. <laughs> Cut out the middleman. I like it. Um, well, Jack, uh, I'm disappointed in you for not knowing Mira Spark. Tash disappointed in you. And worst of all, David Schmidt is disappointed in you because he sent that in and he's crying at home. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. I'm... Dave's crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm James Buck, and over the weeks we'll be reading classics such as Luis Suarez's Crossing the Line and Nacho Novo's I Said No Thanks. But today we're reading uh, Samoa Gian's. <laughs> that is the name of the book. It's the name of the book. But today we're reading. Would Asimoa you like a plate Gian. of nachos, sir? <laughs> I said no thanks. But today we're reading an even better title book, uh, Asamoah Gian's exceptionally named Le Gian Derry. And joining me to read it are Jack Bernhardt. Hi. James Balgen. Hello. And Natasha Frisco. Hello. Hello. How are we all doing? Are we excited to get into Legianderi? Excited to read about the baby jet, yes. The baby jet, which is a name, a nickname I definitely knew before this. And this is <laughs> yeah. one that I found out while this was yeah. going on. While at the top yeah. they were saying, I'm so excited to talk about baby jet. I was like, what is ba- <laughs> who is baby jet? It's, it's like a what happens? It's like a little version of a petrol station. Like um, you get Tesco Metro. See, I was thinking more along the lines of like a tiny gladiator. Oh, interesting! Oh. We've all called for different things. I was yeah. thinking like be my baby. Ah, okay. Um, okay. I mean, go. he does later on say like, "I'm going to start a, a company called Baby Jet, which is a plane thing." And you're like, "Yeah, that's kind of obvious." That is literally the last thing in the book. So thank you very much, guys, for coming today. Uh, great episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're done. <laughs> that is the book finished. He literally does. He does. He does end on the thing going like, "Yeah, I'm going to start an easy jet company. See you later. Bye." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might start my own plane line. Yep. Cool. Hmm. All right. Good. Thanks, Asimov. I don't know. 
Um, it's a very new book. It's one of the newest we've ever done, I would say. Uh, 2002? May 2002? Usually, we only read tw- books... Tw- uh, 2022. What did I say? Two. 2002. Yeah, no. Usually, we read books from 2002, <laughs> is what I was going to say. But uh, actually, this is from 2022. It's so new, it feels like it was written by AI. Like, it literally <laughs> reads like that. I've literally written that in my notes. I was thinking that. Yeah, that's yeah. a really, really it, good point. Maybe it was. Is this is this the first? This isn't the first book to mention COVID that we've read. It definitely isn't. No, it, it felt it felt very not prominent, but just when he was going through his um, ridiculous list of uh, like charity achievements at the end, where he was like, "Yeah, that got hit by COVID, and that one got hit by COVID." I haven't started my baby check company because I hit. I got hit by COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was because my planes to read got that. COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's i think in that sense it definitely does feel very not current because this is a very strange book so yeah it yep, feels yeah. timeless <laughs> i would say but yeah it's, yeah it's an interestingly very most recent book we've ever read and that, that's kind of odd i do I, there's a good question have you read a book with covid in it i'm maybe paddy kenny's i think paddy kenny's mentioned covid yeah me too yeah i think barry ferguson mentioned the the threat of covid uh, at one point, he was like, "I I fear a pandemic." No, he didn't really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> at some point in 2019, there will be some kind of pandemic. Yeah. We should all be careful. <laughs> also, I hate Dick Advocate. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was one of our most requested books ever, though. This book, we kind of basically brought the series back just to read this. I would say, um, no one else, was, no one was particularly keen to come back. Um, anyway, uh. <laughs> It, and it wasn't because of the content people wanted us to read. It. it was literally just because of the title alone. Um, I mean, I guess he is a legend. There's no way anyone read this and wanted us to read no, 100%. it. No, hundred percent. No way. No way. No way. But I guess <laughs> so, he's a legend in yeah. African football. But you know, the balls, the balls, <laughs> the balls to do it. The balls to do it. He is well, more deserving yeah. than um, Lee McCulloch. Is <laughs> simply the I best. Say. I would say. I would say it's more deserving than that. So let's get into it. Let's read Asamoah Gyan's Legendary. <laughs> it's very fun to say. It is a really, it's probably the most fun to, to say of all the books, I would say. Yeah, I agree. I guess just do that for an hour. So over the show, we're going to go into more depth about the book. Uh, we've got a game, we've got a quiz, and Kenneth, Kenneth Zong, is, uh, to give him his full name, is back with more requests. But first, let's see what Amazon's saying. From six reviews... Not very well reviewed. Mm-hmm. It has 4.6 stars. Um, only two okay. are written. Only two written reviews, so I'll read them both out. First of all, Celebrity Nurse, ooh la la, says, uh, nice book, Baby Jet Keeps Soaring High. And an anonymous Amazon customer says, uh, in their review titled, great, fine, I brought for my son, he's happy, and promised to read them all in three days. <laughs> um, uh, and then the, the review itself is, I like the hardcover of this book. <laughs> so there we go. That was a- <laughs> <laughs> I I like any review that starts with great, fine, like okay, great, yes, fine. sure, I'm getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh my god, yeah. it's a shame that we will never get to experience that hardback. Though, exactly. isn't it? That is true. We, we... The book is way too expensive. It's like hundred thousand pounds <laughs> unless you read it on Kindle Unlimited, which is free. Little plug for yeah. Um, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they could do with give, it, couldn't they? Amazon, <laughs> give them a go. Give them a go. What's um, <laughs> the worst that could happen, guys? <laughs> you ever want to send a billionaire into space? Try Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what um, Amazon customer and celebrity nurse thought of it. But more importantly, what do you guys think of it? What do you think of Legianderry? <laughs> I mean, it was it was the. I think the AI comment is very accurate. Like you could have put one chapter into it, and it ChatGPT would have written the rest of it. Like it's very sexless, passionless, sexless, accidentally quite funny sometimes. Did you think it was a Mills and Boone book, Tash? At first, is that why the sexless thing has upset you so much? There was no shagging. (laughs) Also, can I just say, ChatGPT can be very sexy. So you know, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I just feel like like, I feel like he thinks that everyone who reads it is a bit of an idiot. Like Mm -hmm. he talks Mm. to you in very straight Mm. terms. Mm -hmm. Well, he tries to speak Mm -hmm. quite philosophically as well, but it doesn't quite. Yeah. It doesn't quite work. I, I Sometimes know what you mean. it does. There I are mean, a few bits, but um, yeah, not not much. 
I think it is. I do think the chat GPT thing is is accurate, and and, mm. and I do agree that it sort of just doesn't really have much of a flow. I suppose there's a lot mm. of like bits where I just did glaze over because it is literally like. Um, Football is a hard game played between people. It is hard to play football sometimes, but it's good to play football. You should always play football to the best of your ability. Never stop playing football, but you should always remember, sometimes stop playing football. It's good to sleep as well. <laughs> and then you're like, what, is, is, what can I do? And then, and then he'll suddenly go like, anyway, the Senegalese scored a goal against us. And I'm like, what the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Hey, guys, I've got what a, pun, year I've got is a pun for you. I've got a pun for you. Uh, legendary. Okay. Uh, more like... Geandering, uh, meandering. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was, uh... So there is a delay on this line, but um, <laughs> at, at some point, I'm hoping the punchline will turn up. It sounds more like gerrymandering. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It, does, it does sound a little bit like that. But uh, <laughs> the point remains, the point remains, it's geandering. I liked it at first, but it repeats itself all the time, and it soon gets, yeah. soon gets pretty dull, I would say. It, yeah, and I mean, if we're going to give him some positives, he to- he covers topics that we haven't really seen. That is in very many true. Other books that is. He talks very openly about depression and mm. retirement, and football is getting more support, which is nice Brilliant. to see. But it is so bloody boring that I don't even <laughs> want to read that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a bit depressed, Asamoah. <laughs> yeah. no, that it, was good. That bit. What I did find really, and I think I think you're right in the sense that it is. It has a lot of very weird, strange bits in it. It isn't just that it's like, um, that it's, you know, talks about depression, because I think we've had books that sometimes flirt with that idea. I think it's more, I found this book in a way quite refreshing because I know nothing about Ghanaian domestic football. And Mm -hmm. it is very clear. And I think reading this book, I was like, going in, I was thinking, legendary. It'll be, uh, like a lot of books we do, it'll be eight, rubbish, nine, nine tenths about the, the, how dare you? (laughs) Uh, it'll be nine tenths about, uh, his club career. And it'll be one chapter on, on Ghana, I would say. And that's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. obviously ridiculous because obviously he's a much bigger deal in Ghana and it makes a lot of sense. But what is really interesting about this is that this is definitively not a book to be aimed at a Eurocentric audience. It is very yep. much a Ghanaian audience that is being aimed for. And in that sense, it's fascinating because there are things I don't know about. The, yep. the armband scandal that we weren't, that I had no idea about. Um, mm, like which just, was just something about him having his own face printed on an armband. His own face on his armband. And everyone was like, "Why do you have your own face on your armband?" Yeah, was that celebrating scoring fifty goals? Score I think, yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, it. It's stuff that I think, as a result, it's sort of it's a really fascinating read in a lot of ways. Because at first, yeah, as you say, like you're sort of like, "Who do you think you are, Lee McCulloch?" Calling your book legendary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you actually you know when you get into like the the testimonials and like the the you know the scoring records that he did do and also like how close he personally came to leading Ghana to a world cup semi-final and how massive that yep. must have been for not just Ghanaian football but African football overall and I think it's been obviously overshadowed in 2022 by Morocco now um mm-hmm. so bad luck Asuma but like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely <laughs> It, it's definitely really interesting reading it because I, I think basically by the testimonial section of the book, which goes on for about uh, half the what, book, it feels like forty pages, yeah. and it's like it is, it is, is so, so long. long that section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is so long, and it's yeah. like it's groundbreaking. It's people like the former president of Ghana. It's like it, it's, it's, it's like, not just uh, one. It's not just one former president of Ghana. It's like three it's presidents, of Ghana. presidents of Ghana. There's, there's, I think there's it, two, two give testimonials, and then another one writes the full forward. In there, it's it's it's, it's non-stop. It's, a, it's incredible dignitaries, but it's sort of. It, I think what that was what was quite bizarre about this. It was like reading a book about like by Lee Trundle, and then discovering that the foreword is by like Boris Johnson, Theresa May, Liz Truss. <laughs> You're sort of like, what the? <laughs> okay, I, like I, I, that's mean to Asimov Jan, but like, yeah, I'm sort yeah. of like you were a. a like you're a good you're a player who I'm like yeah you you you're good I know you're good you you played to a good level of the Premier League unlikely trying to actually that's not unfair but like the fact that you are so well respected and so loved in your country and you're thought as being such a big thing it sort of like kind of takes your head away a little bit you're like oh okay Mm -hmm. this is a very different book to what i thought it was going to be um and then you actually get into it and it is chat gpd but uh, yeah that (laughs) that's fine but but you are right you are right and um when you mentioned how it dwells on the garner i mean obviously people probably know for two things uh his stint at sunderland 
Uh, and then the controversial yep. move away to, yeah, well, as Sunderland fans would probably say, chasing the cash, which is what I, I think most people probably assumed mm. was going on at that time. And, of course, yeah. uh, the penalty incident uh, in the World Cup when he hit the bar from uh, after Suarez handed the ball on the line in the quarterfinal against Uruguay. And actually, see, this is why I thought, the, I was when I got into the book, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. The first chapter, talking about the penalty miss, brilliant. Really, really, really good. Generally a really mm. good first chapter to get you into it. Um, but then, you know, he spends loads of time talking about that or the time he played with malaria. But he never talks about any of his time in Italy or any of his time in French football. That doesn't come up. Like, whole segments of his life. Like, he just ends up... There's a bit of... The, he talks for ages about his childhood and all of a sudden he's just in Italy playing for Udinese. He doesn't say how he got there, how any of that happened. I do agree that was... that was uh, I say annoying. It, it, it's more just like it feels like with this book narrative structure doesn't exist a lot of the time yeah, yeah. so like there will be huge and, and and but the other side of it though which i thought was you know really interesting was because they sort of talk about like you know he played the world cup in 2006 he played the world cup in 2010 he played the world cup in 2014 um and in 2006 he played against italy and i was really interested in that bit because when they were talking about you know like he this is in his career it kind of goes the, the the structure of the book is basically like playing ghanaian football uh learning that he is the best player in, you know in ghana effectively uh and that his brother's really good at football and his brother um occasionally beating him up and then at one point he's like i didn't i didn't play football for a bit and then i nearly died anyway yes! and you're yeah. like Whoa, <laughs> go back what was that and he's like anyway and then at one point he just suddenly like goes and now i play for ghana and like it's just it is instant it is like yes, he goes from yeah. like apparently like playing on like dusty pitches like cult football they call it and like you know very low end to suddenly mm-hmm. like playing in ghana and i thought yeah. oh, okay so then he's gonna play for ghana for a bit and then it'll be like you you've done well playing for ghana now you get your move away but then when he's talking about the world cup of 2006 he doesn't mention that as james says he doesn't he's playing against italy but he's playing for an italian team at that point mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he what like surely that should come up he does make it quite clear i think it's towards the end where he says i play for ghana i don't play for a team like that really is quite unusual isn't it i'd be really annoyed if i was the team he's playing for in that last chapter (laughs) when he says that (laughs) domestic team uh I don't give a shit about you guys. <laughs> well, I, it does. It is really interesting because I wonder to what extent that is, and this sounds like potentially like sour grapes, or to what extent that it's self-preservation, i.e., the he because you know he talks. There's a bit in the book where he talks saying, "I basically I played for Ghana, and if I hadn't played for Ghana at Afcon in 20." 2008 i think it is um if i hadn't played then uh, i had a contract offer from manchester city uh if i'd done that and played i hadn't played for ghana and gone to manchester city instead my career would have been fundamentally very different so that's how much i love ghana as i played for afcon didn't play very well got injured lost my chance to play for city Mm -hmm. um so part of me wonders when he says you know like i play for ghana and i don't play for I don't play for clubs. He doesn't sort of say I don't play for clubs, but it's sort of, it's definitely secondary. Part of me wonders how much of that is self-preservation in the yeah. sense of going like, because that thing of going in, in when he moved in 2012 to um, the Middle Eastern team from Sunderland, like yeah. that, I, I guess part of him was wondering, was thinking like, I'll play this for a bit and then I'll get to go back to, to England and I'll yeah. come back even bigger and better. And, you know, everyone will know me then. Um, and that obviously never happened. And I wonder if part of it is like, well, oh, I've always got Ghana. I've always got Ghana and Ghana is the thing. Mm. Uh, and that if he thinks about it too much, he does say later on, you know, I, I regret not playing longer for a Premier League club. Um, but the, uh, but it's, it's really interesting because I don't know whether it is, like there's something quite interesting about like coming to a book where you're not thinking Europe is the end goal or like Europe is the is the the audience for this book. It's clearly not. And I guess what's interesting is that if he had stayed at Sunderland for longer, or if he had gotten another move to not even another Premier League club, but like to a uh, Serie A, Serie A club or La Liga mm-hmm. or somewhere else, then probably this book in its current form wouldn't exist. Because it would be a lot more targeted to a much wider audience, potentially, of people who, you know, like if you read, I haven't, we haven't read Didier Drogba's book, but I'm sure Didier Drogba's book is a lot more like 
you know, Chelsea fans are going to read this. Mm-hmm. This is the thing for Chelsea fans. So, so give them the Chelsea fan thing. And, you know, obviously Ivory Coast is going to be a massive part and Africa is going to be a massive mm-hmm. part of it, mm-hmm. but it's going to be 50 50. It's going to be at, at most 50 50 Chelsea Ivory Coast. With yeah. this, it's clearly like 90% Ghana, 10% thing. It's just quite I, interesting. I, think, I can't work it out whether it is yeah, like. I think that's because a lot of people in um, Wearside probably aren't waiting to read Asimogian's book because of what happened after oh. that. In he was very popular, but then of course he left and I don't think they really um thought too much about him afterwards. I actually texted my Sunderland friend just to double check that like he's not particularly well liked, mm. is he? Didn't respond to me today, so I've no idea what I'm basing this on. So we Wow. Maybe, wow. maybe they still love him. Maybe they still, still love him. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Phil, if you're listening, thanks a lot for not responding. You could have been our Sunderland expert <laughs> today. You could have been the guy. You could have you could have come back and said a, a, like a heartfelt uh, apology or plea to because it seems like in the book yep. it does seem like Asamo is not necessary to blame for it. Really, mm-hmm. it sounds so, like he's yeah, a little bit we'll pushed get, out. We'll get we'll get to that. Don't worry, we'll talk about Sunderland. In okay, good. A little bit. Phew! Thank goodness. Actually, Jack, before we go too far into his senior career, what I quite liked was um, how he described the youth system in, in Ghana. Which what the was fuck, really mate? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> are you going to dare to interrupt me, James? <laughs> I never. I never do that. Um... Well, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Most heated since Michael Owen's second book. <laughs> I saw Michael Owen t- uh, at the start of the BT coverage tonight and he looked ridiculous. And it just made really? me laugh. Was he uh, wearing his chip costume from The Masked Singer? <laughs> he was a donut. He wasn't a chip. Oh. He was a donut. His name was Donut. Oh, sorry, sorry. God. Get sorry. your facts straight about Masked Singer. God damn it. I'm so <laughs> sorry. James, continue, please. Please continue. Uh, yeah, so in, so in Ghana, there's like um, youth teams that are called Colts. The teams are called Colts. Um, mm-hmm. Where basically it's ten year olds playing, well, violently playing football, <laughs> and sometimes just doing violence, not even playing football. Um, yeah. But they had to take that risk because clubs from the Ghanaian Premier League, I assume it was, would come and scout the youngsters mm. from there. But mm-hmm. not scouts. Sometimes just random men came to watch the kids play. So yeah. And that's fine. Says, there was this man who would come and watch session after session. We were aware of his presence, but made little of it. So this guy was just hanging around. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And then eventually started the trial continues. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just a random guy watching, and then they were like, "Ah, oh, it's probably fine." And then this guy formed a team called UK Babies, which I found hilarious. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. many red UK flags! No reason. Is the highlight absolutely of the book? No reason. Is the highlight? Is the highlight? <laughs> is absolutely UK babies. It's, UK babies. it's funny because Especially... they, you can't take them seriously because they're called UK babies. But then, like, he takes it really seriously. He's like, "This is the first, the very first team that I played for that had any semblance of organization." It's like they're called UK babies. UK yeah. babies. <laughs> they also what, what you like about UK babies, but God, they were organized. <laughs> What's amazing? Yeah, they are so organised, UK babies. And actually, James, I take offence to that because I currently have a UK baby, not organised at all. Incredibly disorganised. <laughs> <laughs> what What is amazing is that I was like, okay, UK babies, so they must be a guy from the UK came over and started it up. That must be exactly what we're talking about here. And later on, he goes like, exactly. He had yeah. nothing to do with the UK, and then he, and then you're like, wait, what? And, and he sort of goes, oh, it's because. I'll tell you why. It's because he wanted to set his horizons really high. I was like, so we called them UK babies. What are you? It's just, it's just like when, when like the sweet shops in in like central London go like American sweets. You're like, oh well, we yeah. really want our football team to do well. What should we call them? We'll call them UK babies. <laughs> <laughs> this what? man wasn't from the UK. He wasn't even a baby. Wasn't even a baby, this man. It's, uh, it's, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. I think it's because yeah. it's so nondescript. Like sometimes in Africa, they'll have team, you know, youth teams called like the Manchester United Red Devil, whatever. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, you're trying to like base yourself of a successful team, but they're just so nondescript. It's like UK babies. Like, just UK yeah. babies. You wouldn't want to Google that, would you? No. Oh no, you definitely <laughs> don't want to UK that. Like, the yeah. the the oh, it, it has the vibe of a pro evo team name but with added babies <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it just really some the pro evo developer really dislikes a football team <laughs> like, of course, yeah Emerson, uk oh, babies that'd be, that'd be UK <laughs> that'll be stoke UK babies <laughs> but on the note of that ridiculous name and sorry to step on your toes james um as a host but it's time for a little game huh? of 
Real club or ah! fake club specific to oh, the Ghanaian wow. football league. Wait, what? I'm so excited. Would... No, 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 don't clap him. Don't clap him. What do you mean? It's t- <laughs> you can't get to say it's time. You don't get to say it's time. I get to say it's time. Oh, yeah. Taking it's, yeah it's... <laughs> the magic words of the football book club. <laughs> it's time. I'm the... I am the it's time man. Um, all right, fair enough. Look, do you want to play the game or not? <laughs> yeah, cue music. I, do want to, I cue music. desperately oh, want to play the game. All right, are these real or fake club names specific to Ghanaian youth football? Ooh. Okay. Okay. Vengeful babies. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hundred percent. Is that a, is that a se- sequel to UK Babies? Maybe that's a post Brexit UK Babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a sequel to Boss Baby. Pretty sure <laughs> that Vengeful is babies. fake. But, uh, ah, fair enough. Never mind, never mind. Yeah. How about stinky toddlers? <laughs> okay. Now, now James, are, are any of these going to be real? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I'm, <so> <laughs> I'm going to have to say no. I'm gonna say no that one. Yeah, false. that's false. All right. Okay. Uh, me and you. Oh, that's real. <laughs> me and you. Me and you's real. I remember them. They're a team in the same league as um. I was gonna say stinky babies, not stinky babies. UK babies. They're a team in the same <laughs> league UK as as UK babies. I'm fairly sure. Me and you is one. Yeah, you, they are real. UK babies. Are real. Me and you real. sound Damn like it. Spice Girls hits. Yeah. From like the late nineties. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. You and How me, about... UK babies. <laughs> 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 All right, so me and you real. How about AFC? Me, myself, and Irene. Oh come on! <laughs> come on! I... Be you know what? Team, you know what the worst team, bit is? I mean, is it, it was the, the right era. AFC is the thing that made it clear that it wasn't that. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to do the opposite. Um, yeah, it's fake. It's, it's fake. fake. Yeah. Uh, how about stay cool? That's, oh, real. that's real. I love stay, stay cool, cool professionals. Stay they cool were my professionals. One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is true. Beautiful. <laughs> and finally, eat my shorts under tens. Oh come on! <laughs> that is someone real. coming around to your house and destroying your hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> You have forgotten my favourite one though. What was that? Scientific soccer lads. What? What? Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. What? (laughs) Scientific soccer lads. Yeah. It was that. God, that's so funny. (laughs) That sounds like an eighties B movie. (laughs) That's like a like yeah yeah. scientific (laughs) soccer lads. Like a weird science. (laughs) (laughs) It came from planet soccer. Crazy football skills. (laughs) 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 The skills were out of this world. Whoa, dude! We created the best football team in the world. <laughs> I love it. That is um. That is. I I don't remember them at all. But um. Thanks for the game, James. Uh. But sorry. Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And on that note, uh, after that little game, uh, it's time for a break. I think. But we'll be back in a few with Sunderland, Steve Bruce, and Charles Dickens. Hello, James here, and we at Football Book Club want you, that's right, you, to join something special, something exclusive. We want you to join the Football Book Club Club. The Football Book Club Club is the home of even more Football Book Club action, and now it's cheaper than ever to become a full member at just £3.50 a month. There's three tiers. By signing up to our Bookworm tier, you get an exclusive members-only episode of Football Book Club every fortnight, filling the gap between regular episodes with more book club fun and, frankly, a frighteningly deeper analysis of whatever book we're reading the episode. Plus, you get access to all the bonus episodes recorded so far. There's over 20 of them on there. Well, 20. And, most excitingly, you'll get your hands on a special edition Money Can't Buy bookmark you can put inside your personal copy of Darren Huckabee's Hucks. All that for just £3.50 a month. For context, that's a tenth of the cost of a cameo message from Ian Dowie. And a cameo is what, 30 seconds? For that price, you get 10 episodes. Three and a half hours of content. I dread to think what you have to pay to get three and a half hours of content from Ian Dowie. You'd have to remortgage your house. 
But I digress. And if that's still not right for you, if you really love the show, you can join the Super Bookworm tier. And if you like the show but don't want to pay that much, you can support the show for just £1 a month on the Casual Reader tier. You won't get the bonus episodes, but yes, you will get that bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club for more details. So if you enjoy the show, please consider joining up. It really does help us to keep making the show because books don't grow on trees. But they are trees, kind of. And trees are expensive. But the Football Book Club Club isn't. So join today at patreon.com forward slash football book club or by following the link in the episode notes. See you back at the clubhouse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to... Uh, what's it called? I've got the name of the show. <laughs> Welcome back to Bubble Book Club, where we are still reading Woo! Asamoa Gian's Led Gian Derry. Uh, mm. Living up to the name so far, guys? Hmm. No. I mean, it is it is a weird one because I do think I like I maintain that it is a really interesting book, but it's bad and it's interesting. So does yeah. that make it legendary? I don't know. I think uh, another real disadvantage of this book, and this is not really on Asamoa, but you need to talk to someone, is you can't do comments on the Kindle version. You have to take skin. <laughs> that is, yes, that, that, is, that is well on the Kindle bullshit. unlimited version. If we had, um, right. you know, if we had made a money. <laughs> We bought it. Why maybe would then, you, uh, who would buy it if it was on Kindle Unlimited? Yeah, that's thirty-three quid. I know, thirty-three quid. God, mm. yeah. I mm. hope he um makes his airlines more affordable. Otherwise, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone's getting on a. I get a, get a quick flight to Accra with the baby jet if I'm with thirty-three <laughs> quid. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, out of context, Asamoji and time. Who's got a sexy little Asamoji and out of context? Well, I haven't got a sexy one for once, but I do have one that sounds literally like it was ripped from an AI waking you up in the morning. Oh, love it. Okay. Okay. Let's hear I, it. Might, I might try and read it in my best Alexa voice. Sunday came with its usual sunshine and brightness. I woke up that morning feeling refreshed and awesome. Today will be a great day, I told myself. Oh yeah, that yeah. Doesn't, uh, doesn't seem like a real human thing to say. <laughs> that that reads like a very bad kids book that I would immediately put in the bin and be quite annoyed at. That my that <laughs> Camille would then insist on read on making me read for the rest of my life. <laughs> hasn't Camille got um? Hasn't Camille got into your football books, Jack? She has not. <laughs> oh okay. I so have you sent us a she, picture oh, of her oh, she, reading oh, all she, your books. Oh, she's got. She's got into them. She has pulled uh, Jamie Vardy off his. Uh, the the dust cover of Jamie Vardy has been thrown away. <laughs> oh, so uh, she's Team Rooney. Like she's it. Team Rooney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of actual actual reading, we have like stories about Fluff Bunny waking up on a Sunday morning. He sure did feel awesome this day. <laughs> Fluff Bunny went on to score fifty one <laughs> goals for the Ghanaian national team. <laughs> uh, James, out of context. Uh. Before I knew it was happening, he had picked up an idling water hose and made it busy on my body. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is sexy. For context, that was his brother. So, not that sexy. Not that not man better. that was not loitering better. around the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack, what is your out of context civic play? Uh, okay. Uh, this is quite, it's quite long, but it's, it's good, I think. Okay. I remember joking that in biblical times, the Israelites were told that the Egyptians <laughs> yes. you see today, you shall see them no more. That joke cracked everyone up. I still chuckle at the thought of that joke. Yeah, I wrote a note. My my comment on that was, um, well, if I could have made comments, my comment was, uh, yeah. banter is different in Ghana and changing rooms. It's the idea that he'd be like, it cracked everyone up. And then occasionally I think about it and it, it really makes me laugh again. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what are you saying? I, I totally agree. Okay, I've got one. 
<laughs> we had an incredible time as a team. I had a special talent for pulling out the funniest jokes and comedy moves. There we go. So, uh, oh no, but you missed out the best bit of that one. Not what was that bit? Context. What was it? The, the line afterwards is, perhaps I should have won an award for that at the Comedy End of Year Awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so fucked off about it. <laughs> that, that is good, um, and that's a Sunderland, I think. Where they oh, uh, in Sunderland, yeah. yeah, I actually had two for Sunderland. Which the other one was um, occasionally the Sunderland players would try to join uh, me singing, and we would compose our own very silly songs. Uh, and uh, interesting, uh, it moves us on nicely to uh, Sunderland, which I think we should talk about. Um, yep. That's what most listeners. They're probably you know any any Mackums. Tuning in, they're probably like, "Oh, what's what's Asamoa done now?" Um, <laughs> but um, I know a lot of Sunderland fans, as I mentioned, weren't happy when he left. They assumed, mm. as all of us did, that he was chasing the money in the Middle East, uh, which you know probably to an extent he was. Got paid a hell of a lot of money, but he actually, as Jack uh, kind of hinted at earlier, there's more to it. He the way he says it, um, Sunderland seems to be trying to move him on quite mm. a lot of the time. They seem to be uh, you know in need of the cash. And they're kind of pushing him quite a lot, or at least that's what Asamoa portrays it as. I don't know. I don't know about that. What do you think, guys? Do you think it was accurate? I mean, without you know, none of us work behind the scenes at Sunderland. Actually, James, James, you literally did for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I did wow. for a bit. Well, sort of. Yeah. Alongside them, yeah. Well, I didn't hear they, any they uh, talk them. of the. There was no whistle. Deals, the le- the legendary deal they would talk about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's a weird one. Like I. I have Sunderland. Uh, I have a Sunderland fan friend um, who doesn't Did, speak particularly highly of. Does your one text you back? Unlike my one, <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> I was surprised at how little goals he yeah, scored. Well, like he's it, he, like not just for Sunderland, but for quite a few of the what? the teams in Europe, where he was like, and he was he's kind of saying it as yeah. if it was like good. He was like, oh, you know, over three years, I scored that, eleven goals. That is in the exactly. End. Yeah. Well, I was going to break. There's this line. He says, um, <laughs> "I finished my first Premier League season with ten goals and was top scorer." Brackets for Sunderland. He doesn't say that. A journalist asked me after the game what I felt after such a season. I'd wanted to ask him sarcastically, how would you feel after joining such a physical, fast-paced league from France and contributing as I have? I did not, of course, but I was a very happy man. <laughs> no, you were not. <laughs> Sounds happy. Very unhappy. <laughs> Chill out, Asimov. I mean, I... This is what I. This is the thing that is really fascinating about this book, is that he reached a lot of... In fact, he reached a lot of highs with Ghana and almost was on the cusp of something amazing with them taking to the semi-finals of the World Cup and didn't, you know, came very close to winning the uh, many times African Cup of Nations. And, I mean, the amount of times he nearly won the African Cup of Nations, it, it just felt like Groundhog Day, just l- listing the amount of times it was like, we played against this team, lost, or like, I missed the penalty, that was it then. Next year, we thought that would be our year, we started really well, we lost again. Yeah. But like, the the thing with, when he goes to Sunderland, you are sort of like, oh, this this could be the start of a great, and that sound. This is a bonkers thing to say about someone who is the uh, leading scorer for Ghana and like who's to all intents and purposes had an incredible career. But like, it could. It seems like it could have been a lot bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes wonder if, as you say, like the the pointing to him, the fact that he scored ten goals and being like, I'm happy with that. Maybe that is, like I say, self preservation. Really, just trying to. To, to be okay with what in the end was not as, as stellar a career as could have been. Yeah, I think he, I think from memory he was pretty good at Sutherland. He wasn't, yeah. he definitely wasn't. And 10 goals for a team, you know, bottom half of the table for sure. 10 goals is pretty good. You know, Mitrovic had a great <laughs> season. He's scored 11, I think, hasn't he? Just scored loads at the beginning. So I think there's, uh, uh, yes, it's not too terrible. But there isn't, I, I, I would say, even though he dwells on Sutherland probably more than any other club team in the book, um, there's still disappointingly not that much insight. Um, we hear a bit about, uh, just for Sunderland fans who probably don't want to read the book, um, we hear a bit about Bolo Zenden's dancing, which is nice. Yep. Uh, he There's a bit because, uh, where he absolutely relishes Steve Malbronk missing a penalty <laughs> because uh, he misses so many himself. And then uh, the highlight of the Sunderland thing is just watching Steve Bruce slowly lose his mind, <laughs> yes. uh, which seems to be happening. There's like a bit where... Um, uh, they go through an injury crisis and only Phil Bardsley is scoring goals. <laughs> and he says, I'm like, Bruce was a wreck and it showed. And it just yeah, keeps, it so keeps like, then they keep getting more injuries. He just keeps twisting up inside. <laughs> Steve Bruce getting worse and worse and worse. Um, however, I want to shout out to one bit, um, which I'm going to say is a biased Spurs fan. My favorite bit. Uh, he's playing Spurs and unexpected, 
He says, one key reason I wanted to play... This is generally true. It's not some Spurs propaganda by me. Is, yeah, it's true. Yeah. One key reason I wanted to play the white, uh, white, play the white <laughs> Hot Lane, doesn't make sense, was the chance to feature it as Ledley King, the defender. I really, really loved his style. Superb and when fit, world class. Sadly for this game, he was, as was often the case, injured. That's yeah, true. Um, and uh, actually, he says they were seventh this time in the table, so maybe they weren't quite as low as I thought. But then he goes on um, to say, among the starters were household names like William Gallas. In Ghana to this day, it's common to see people call the Mohawk a Gallas because he's famous for sporting it. Does uh, Gallas famously have a mohawk? Yeah, <laughs> this, but this is this is what I yeah. find so fascinating about this book. It's like reading a weird, like alternate, like version of our own. It feels like when you watch a TV show uh, that, that you don't know particularly well, and then a more famous TV show that you know really well has a crossover in it. Does that right, make sense? Okay, okay, okay. Like in that Simpsons episode <laughs> with um, the critic. With the critic. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If you really watch the critic. And then suddenly the Simpsons turned up and it'd be like, why isn't, I mean, this is the show. This is what you should be focusing on. And then he just like goes away again. It's sort of like, you know, you know what it's like? It's like in, I'm so sorry. It's like <laughs> in Brooklyn Nine-Nine when Zoe Deschanel turns up and you're sort of like, yeah. oh, you exist. I'd sort of forgotten that you're in this universe. Cool. Okay. Yeah. We'll enjoy you for a bit. And then goodbye. Off you go. Bye, Steve Malbronk. Bye, Jordan Henderson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now back yeah. to the world of, of like, like yeah, so yeah. far removed yeah, from yeah. like, it's, I, it's, it's kind of amazing. That, I kind of love it. I do agree. That is, that is, that is very true. Yeah. Phil Bardsley. Um, Phil, the I've heard so, the, the book repeats over and over again how Mali are heavyweights in African football. <laughs> Just a drop yeah. in Phil Bardsley occasionally. Yeah. It doesn't, it kind of, it kind of clashes. You're right. But in in a sort because I think in like so the only other well I was trying to think of other books that we've done where it's sort of someone coming from a very different world mm-hmm. to like the Premier League and I think I mean Maya Yoshida is probably the yeah 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 the Yoshida one. but then there that is clearly aimed at Southampton fans as well like mm-hmm. it's definitely aimed at Southampton fans so there's something really interesting about this where it's sort of like Asuma having to sort of like explain who Man City are or having to explain who Sunderland are or like like that that side of it feels really interesting or like it, it I, I don't know I just, I just i actually quite enjoyed those i i enjoyed the sparseness of it if that makes sense yes so, suddenly seeing like danny welbeck turning up in this book i was like oh cool yeah great yeah. love it it's and true. then and then jumping back into <laughs> yeah like Stephen Appiah and uh, michael essien yeah it's just, yeah it's good yeah i know what you mean Af- like when when avram grant turns up it was oh so yeah weird. managing um Ghana. managing Ghana. Yeah. that 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 kind of thing it was he just loves like, avram oh, cool. grant as well yeah he really loves him which was because uh... well, avram grant says like i play with some of the best players in asamoah is right up there and so he it i suppose this is what again I, I find really interesting about this book is the way that he like clings to compliments or things that in other books you wouldn't necessarily think of as being that important mm-hmm. but because like because avram grant has managed Didier Drogba, he says like he's managed Didier Drogba and Frank Lampard, these really important players, and he considers me to be as good as them. Mm. It's kind of like there's always a level of going like I'm trying to to justify to justify, yeah, and I yeah. find that yeah, it, 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 it he shouldn't because he's had an amazing career. But it's mm. it's such a it's a really interesting book, you guys. I think it's I actually I weirdly really enjoyed it. <laughs> hey, <save> that, <laughs> me so, too. I did. So, well, we're not we're not quite that bit yet, guys. Um, Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. He is he is he's a big name. He's you know Frank Lampard hasn't got his own airline, and if he did, I wouldn't That's fly true. on it. I'm going anywhere near that. Airline. It'd be called like no serious or but seriously. Yeah. Like, I, I would like you to be serious. The but seriously, time. we are uh, about to crash. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Into the sea. Uh, the toilets are no longer in use, but seriously, uh, do get your life jacket on. <laughs> I mean, my favourite thing about the book, obviously, is the fact that this man bought to me on a silver platter literary lines that very neatly, elegantly sum up each chapter. I mean, I have spent my entire career on this podcast trying to do that, trying to project literary criticism onto these bloody yes. books. And he did it for yeah, me. Yeah, he, he, he really does he bring did. a wealth of novels and literary references to the book. It's true, really unexpectedly. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very literary in a lot of senses. I mean, I think it's the most literary book that we've actually done. Um, and he opens with, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he opens with the subtitle, in medias res do you yes. remember that from uni i do remember that from uni in... yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, hang do you on. know what it means it means in in the middle of things 
It goes straight. It means straight into the middle. Yeah. No fucking around, basically. Ah, yes. Okay, I see. Like at the top, and I thought, bloody hell! Yeah, like, like, we're we're in for it now. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> we we have turn, <laughs> turn exam papers over. You are yeah, properly. Really we have had a few players do that. I seem to remember. Um, a few players have like started off at the worst moment or the best moment or the thing they're remembered for the most. No, but, no, but he literally. Yeah, but I mean, he wrote. He the literally text. says, "Oh, oh really?" Yeah. Medias res. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't see that. It, I'm like sorry. Saying, I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Like, yeah. um, like, get ready for some enjambe month that's coming yeah. out, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest. My copy I mean, of this book expired a month himself. and a half ago, so I haven't. Uh, I, can't, <laughs> I, I had to write all my notes down on a piece of paper uh, that time ago, so I, I don't remember anything about it. But the, the way he describes himself is quite poetic in a bit of a tumbler way. Yeah. Like uh, there's a line, the name given to me was an empty shell yes. that I've had a lifetime to fill yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I or, love that line. Sometimes our lips carry the very prophecies we so hope for. That it's one very Lana filthy. Del Rey, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, you, all you used to do is add like a reference to Venice Beach and yeah, you've got it. A... Yeah. <laughs> Did you know there's a tunnel under Acrobat or something? <laughs> like... <laughs> But the literary references that he gives are quite like neat mm. to the chapters that he pairs them with. So my favourite one that he uses is he says, to borrow from Napoleon Bonaparte, I am the meteor designed to burn so bright that the earth may be lighted. Yes, I mean... yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that is on the chapter about his premature birth. <laughs> yeah, and, and clearly James was the whole time going like, talk to more about Julio Arca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I was very, very much. James, don't you have um, Julio Alka's phone number on your phone? I do actually. Yeah, yeah I, I do. So, yeah. <laughs> I vaguely remembered that. Yeah. Um, Sent a few texts back and forth. I, he, I agree. He like, wasn't there then, was he? He probably wasn't. No, that was uh, a little bit. Uh, me, little me bit struggling before. to find a Sunderland player. <laughs> but <laughs> it is the way he does draw. Like he says all these little references. It does like suggest he knows them all off by heart. But then, yeah. um, like, you know, he'll just quote chicken or something. GPT is quite good at that. That's, that's so, true. So. That's very good. <laughs> but, like, he'll do, he'll do that. He'll, like, have, like, a like a Dickens quote or, like, I don't know, a yeah. Plato quote or something like that. And then one page he's been, I think I read somewhere how farmers play an integral role in the emotional... Mo- <laughs> fathers, not farmers. I've misread that. I think I read somewhere how fathers play an integral role in the emotional moulding of sons. I think I read somewhere. So I, I love that. And the, yeah. the, He did that quite a lot. Actually, there's another bit where it's like, I haven't got the maths on this, but um, I'm pretty sure, like... <laughs> Famous people get depressed quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Or like, or like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. this this makes me believe that the man doesn't know the T.S. Eliot quote about explaining passion to a person who's never experienced it off by heart. I'm just not buying it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's definitely is this there's the, definitely it feels oh, like the, there are the Joseph Campbell bit. Is this the Joseph Campbell yes. but passions thing? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When he, yeah. I was gonna say it sounds like um, it, it makes it sounds like a dodgy aftershave that whole segment <laughs> where he starts talking about like passion is compelling. It's like an adventure that doesn't end because it's always leading you somewhere. Passion can take you to places beyond your wildest imagination. Passion does different things to different people. Oh, it reminds like, me of when I used to work at an advertising agency yeah. and they talk a lot oh, of bollocks bet, yeah. to like bulk out the. That sounds like that. Jesus, yeah. baby, so... aftershave coming but, soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's that, that's my problem with the book. It's just like it's more metaphor than um like actual insight or anything mm. interesting half the time it's like uh, i mentioned plato earlier it's a bit like you know it's a bit like plato's republic which i not think i was ever gonna say well he has wow. he has that line yeah. in the postscript <laughs> he has that line the in the postscript blah, blah, blah. where he says i i am a man and therefore i am fallible like that's like its own line and it's just like really mate you do think you're quite lofty here, uh, oh you? for sure there's a bit where he says and so, this is again him being born and so on 22nd December, November 1985 I entered this great stage called the earth defiant <laughs> and without permission or notice to anyone and throughout my life I would not borrow anybody's permission to be myself or to be great um, then he says the Napoleon, Dynam- Napoleon Dynamite Napoleon Bonaparte quote he said I am the meteor designed to burn so bright the earth may be lighted I was set to take the world by storm and that's exactly what I did the end <laughs> well, I, I, did, I did google the Napoleon quote and it actually is the greatest men yes. are meteors designed to burn. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so de- that's yeah. I, I also yeah. I also googled it because I was sure he made it up. But it was it genuinely is, is, is yeah. just about real. Yeah. Just but, but okay. So but in the in the like I completely agree with all this but stuff. But in the foreword, it says from the uh, the president of the Republic of Ghana says um, that 
in doing like in making writing this book, Jian has become the first Ghanaian football player of his stature to break the glass ceiling of like writing about his career. Do you think that like someone told him that and he was like, "Oh shit, this is a really much bigger deal." Like someone said, "Do you want to write a book?" He was like, "Yeah, sure, I will write a yeah, book. It'll be called Legendary. Yeah. That'll be fun." And then, so, and then and, he's gone on good quotes and, and like, lo- "Shit." But as yeah. but as he as someone said, like you know, you're the first Ghanaian player to release his own autobiography that is for the Ghanaian people. He's probably gone. Oh God, this is going to require a lot more work, and like I have to go. I can't just pull it with stories with, uh, you know, the time that Sunderland played yeah. Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Yeah, I have to properly say I'm the fucking meteor that lights up the sky. <laughs> he, he read Gary Monk's book, and he was yeah, like, "This was is like, a piece of piss, fine. piece of piss. Piece I can do this." I can do this and then the president of Ghana was like, "You're writing a book? <laughs> oh, okay, shit. it's it's got to be really good." <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do I do get that feeling. It's very um ah, it's, nonsense. It, it, well, it's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense and I think that it sort of descends into nonsense and it's this is what makes it such a really interesting book because it does also have the structure of that Gary Monk book, in the sense that it is a lot a lot of it does descend into on higher level, which mm. is like uh, doing rubbish metaphors and doing these things that d- lines that don't make any sense, but then just kind of going through what happened at various Afcons. Yep. Oh my god, like, the amount the, of Afcons! Man, penalties he yeah. misses. No, penalties he misses. That, all the, the 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 times they took the lead against Ethiopia, but then Ethiopia <laughs> equalised, and then then they thought in the last minute Stephen Appiah scored, and then Michael Essien scored to make it three one, and yep. we were going to the quarterfinals, and mm. then our manager quit, and we were wondering why is our manager quit, but then another manager came in, and he was even better. But then we got to the semi-finals, and we thought this is going to be our year, and then they had another match and then there was a penalty and then uh, uh, Gian missed the penalty and then oh they've lost again to Zambia but don't worry there's next year and we'll do it fucking again oh and my then repeat, god and then we repeat exactly the same thing every, th- every three story. chapters or so it always comes back to African Cup of Nations it seems like it is it. it is really in, in a sense it is like a never ending waking nightmare yeah um, <laughs> but also I mean but also it's also, he's he's got quite an infectious like sense of it, it, it makes it sound like this, this book is both incredibly dreary and also incredibly like happy, and I can't quite explain it. I think it's, yeah, maybe it's broken my brain. No, I, I, I I'm kind of the same. Let's be honest. That's, that is the end of the book. We, 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 let's, let's sum it up now because um, not much else happens. Drops in, he wants to set up an airline, um, and then he actually there is one interesting thing I wanted to bring up. He says another little flowery quote, which you'll like, Tash. A successful football career is much like a shooting star. Oh, we mentioned that, haven't we? We mentioned that. Yeah, is that the one? No, I don't oh, think we no, had done some. No, we, it, no, it, we it, had the other one. Yeah. A successful, yeah. a successful football career is they were the same. <laughs> a successful football career is much like a shooting <laughs> star, bright and beautiful while it lasts, but short-lived. All who celebrated the shooting star soon forget about it as though it never lived. Aww. Beautiful, and also there is he is a bit bitter towards the end. He doesn't think he gets yeah. the recognition he deserves yeah. from Ghanaians uh, when he played through injuries and stuff like that. He doesn't think they gave him malaria, the credit, yeah. <laughs> especially malaria. We didn't even do that segment where he <laughs> just for some reason he goes. Yeah, I'll play with malaria. And everyone's going, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't he's do like, it. No, I can do it. I can it. do it. He's like, he's like, well, if I don't do it, what was the point in coming uh, to, even on this international break? I might have stayed at home. So he's like, yeah, and stay at home. And he's like, and then he's like, I had a terrible game and I was playing for 90 minutes and I really wanted to get substituted. And then the ball came over to me and I decided to run for it. And it was the worst I've ever felt. Like, yeah, because yeah, you got fucking malaria, <laughs> mate. Come on, Asamoah. He does score, though, amazingly. He scores. It's, it's incredible. incredible. This is the thing, is I do sort of wonder, and I, this is again goes back to the fascinating thing, is if he hadn't left Sunderland at that point and had stayed in Europe, would we be talking about Asamoah Gian mm. as being a much bigger, better player than he actually is? Or is it that we are just incredibly Eurocentric and actually if you watch Asamoah Gian play in like Middle East and China, even though the standard's much worse, he was a very good player and we should be talking about him in a bigger sense. Very lots of different questions to be asked. Very right? true. I don't think we'll ever know those answers. I think we could talk for yeah, we... seventeen hours. About this Let's do it, <laughs> and we will on the <laughs> bonus chapter. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, right now, ten guys. What are we saying? Final thoughts. Ooh, six. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going five straight down the middle for me. I really like some things. Uh, I liked how much he likes his mum. I liked yeah. Uh, yeah, his chapter on depression, like the penalty stuff. They were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the baby stuff, um, but overall, uh, messy. I liked the baby stuff. Messy. I like baby stuff is the highlight actually. Ten for baby stuff, zero for everything else. So five. Um, <laughs> Jack and James. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to go seven actually. Interesting. I, I, 
I found it weirdly refreshing to read because I just knew nothing about Ghanaian football. And while there was a lot of stuff that you just skimmed, I think that, and and the Afghan stuff went on forever, um, there's actually just quite a lot of stuff where I was like, this is so different to me. Mm -hmm, I find mm -hmm, it really mm -hmm. interesting. I agree. Uh, Yeah. In a world full of uh, Jermaine Penance, be a GM. Yeah. Be a <laughs> GM, why not? Yeah. Be a GM, move to, <laughs> move to Shanghai. Yeah. Be a GM. Yeah. Actually, I'm amazed that Penance didn't move somewhere like Shanghai. That would have been great for him. Um, yeah. Dear James. Uh, would have been a four, but UK babies made me laugh a lot, so a five. <laughs> wow, okay. Good that's to know. Right. So that's 23. That is 5.75. So he has Ooh. jumped. Let's... Not bad for a man who made ChatGPT write the entire. Yeah, thing. that's true. Yeah, well, well done. Congratulations, ChatGPT. You're better at writing than <laughs> Ashley Cole. Um, yeah, he's, he's the top of the table. Uh, Ashley got something like four point seven five. So I think he's a whole point ahead of that. Um, good. 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 I can't imagine he's gonna be at the top at the end of the series, but you never know. Yeah, we it'll found it'll some... be a grim series. Yeah, we found, <laughs> we found some stinkers before. We'll find them again. Um, for this week's quiz, Tash, your baby jet. Jack, your jumbo jet, and James, your jet from Gladiators. Okay. Hey. I wrote this before uh, Tash said jet from Gladiators. So, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> think of another jet. Um, question number one. Uh, what's JJ Akotcha's real name? His real first oh, name. Oh, bugger. this. It's in the um, testimonials at the beginning. One yeah, of the I five thousand. I, I was surprised that, that it wasn't just JJ Akotcha. Yeah, me does too. It begin with, a jumbo jet, does it begin with A? Yes, it does. Are you going to do this every single letter? <laughs> No, I, I remember that it began with A, and that's all I've got. Okay, uh, no marks. <laughs> Andrew. Incorrect. Anyone else? It's more, uh, think rugby, former England rugby player who oh. went on Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> oh. Austin? Say- yes, there we go. Austin, Is it? You've wow. got to say your name. Uh, what's your name? Uh, I forgot. Uh <laughs> Austin is correct. <laughs> Austin Healy. You in on uh, Strictly, didn't you think? Um, yeah. or, or what Gust- a weird way for us to I remember. JJ Gotcha's <laughs> real first name. <laughs> you know, like the, the, the rugby player who was on Strictly. <laughs> Darling, who should we name our firstborn after? Uh, do you know the rugby player from Strictly? <laughs> this is how, this is how my, me and my mum communicate. I remember once we were playing a game uh, at Christmas where it was like you got given like Christmas words on a thing and you had to try and describe them without saying the word. There's a name for that game. I can't remember what it is. Articulate. Yeah, it's, it's articulate. Exactly. Ironically. That's correct. <laughs> 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 res, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I say will top how funny that was, so I just move on. But um, actually, we, we were playing it, and I had won the three kings on my um on my uh, on my card, and I I knew my mum would get this record. It was about 2012. I went, uh, uh actor, fiance of Sienna Miller. My mum went. Getty, Balthazar Getty. No, Balthazar. Balthazar oh, Getty. Balthazar yeah, Getty. and I was like, me and, yes. me and my mum, wow. we, need, we, we know um, our OK magazines. So that was uh, <laughs> teamed in on that. Yeah, Tash, you'll get on my mum, I think. I think you'll both be good. <laughs> uh, who got that right? Uh, Baby Jet. No, Jumbo Jet. No, other one. Jump, jet. No, no uh, Jet from Gladiators. Yeah, jet from Gladiators. Uh, number two, uh, which film stars does, um, and there's about five points for absolute grabs here, which film stars does Asimo Jan say uh, took Accra by storm when he was growing up? Oh Jumbo Jet, Stallone. Yeah. Yes, correct. Uh, Van Damme. Uh, uh, got, uh, yeah, yeah, that is in yeah. there. Anyone else? I remember because he, oh, he says um, Celeste Stallone, and we called him com- uh, Commando. And you're like, that's not... Yeah. That's not a film. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, what's my fucking name? Um, oh my god, James. Jeff from Gladiators. Jeff from Gladiator. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chuck Norris. Yes, Chuck Norris is one. Wow. Chuck Norris is one. Yeah. I couldn't do any others. I think. Anyone not, else? Uh, Sw- Schwarzenegger? No. Nope. Uh, next two are uh, uh, martial arts stars. Oh, Jack Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. Very good. Does them both. Bajan, yeah. Not Jet Li. He didn't fall into the Jet Li trap. Uh, oh. There we go. So, Maybe Jet Li. So, uh, James, good, just storm. Very, very, very good, good. good football team. Very Baby good. Jet, very good. Baby Jet Li. Baby Jet Li. Um, number three, what did the South Africans call Ghana in their 2010 World <laughs> oh, Cup um, run? Uh, Jumbo Jack. Yeah. Uh, Bagana Bagana. Very good. That's a very, I thought it was very funny. And finally, what song does Asimov sing at his Sunderland initiation? Oh, God. Is it his own song? 
Very good, Jack. It's his own song, African Girls. Yeah. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> Which is just so fucking bad. Yeah, agree. I'll, I'll give you a tiebreaker, God. Then between this is sorry, sorry, um, Baby Jet, you're out of this. It's just between Aww. Jumbo Jet and Jet from Gladiators. Uh, what do Andrea Perlo and uh, Asma Gian do oh, to oh, each other um, on Jumbo the pitch? Jet. Oh God, he's in oh, already. They, they wink at each other. They wink yeah. at each other before the Italy <laughs> match in 2006. It's, yeah, and I remember do. thinking. How has that happened? Why has that happened? Yeah, but, yeah. It, but but he doesn't explain that that he was playing for Udinese at that point, so it is completely contextless. But he probably yeah. knew he probably seen Apollo before. Yeah, like in the league. So it's not that. Oh, it wasn't just it wasn't just flirty behavior. It wasn't just like, by oh, the both hello. of them. Yeah, hello. Also, there's a bit very quickly where he's like at the start of the book. This is just remember this. We start like, the whole episode again. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've re-entered the chat GVT. Yep, so I'm, yeah, I'm starting once more. Um, no, he says like um, one of the players I love the most is um, the Brazilian Ronaldo. God, I hope I get to meet him one day. And then later <laughs> on, he says, I was playing against the Brazilian Ronaldo. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what did you, what happened there? No winking, no winking there. No day. winking, no meeting. He's very, he's very keen to stress that it's not the other Ronaldo in yeah. several yes, places. Yes, I saw it? that, but then he, I, I made a note of that, but then he does at the end say so something he, very he, nice he, about Ronaldo. Yeah, he he's does like, say, you, you, if you want to, if you want a hot bod like Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that's train. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Fair you want to look real sexy and hot. Really? You, you want, want to have wink at you? Want you want to get Bugatti? Yeah. You better work, bitch. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, good timing, singing Tash, because it's time uh, for a Kenneth song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we all know Ken. He writes a chant. We all know Ken. Go. We uh, know Ken. Writes a chant. Yeah. A forgotten player every week. Um, he sang uh, something Taylor Swift last week. Antihero mm-hmm. about Sunji mm-hmm. High. Uh, this time uh, he wants uh, he want, remember he wants people to send him requests and last week Tash requested Beyonce um, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll be glad to hear Tash that Ken's worked his magic <gasps> to the tune of Halo Ooh. by Beyonce <laughs> I can't <laughs> good luck yeah she can sing better than me let's let it say that um, <laughs> everyone at White Hart Lane it's also quite dreary for a chant but um he has done a Spurs one. Everyone, oh yeah, because that was it. Because he wanted it. Because yeah. he has his Spurs stadium, of course. <laughs> Everyone at White Hart Lane looks for one man in space. Baby, I can see Lee Young Pyo. <laughs> you know he's our saving grace. <laughs> he's everything we need to score. Precision, skill, and pace. Play it out to <laughs> Lee Young Pyo. The goals are coming today, and then it's. There we go. Oh, I love it. Had a lot of um. Thank you, Ken. He's you're more than welcome. He's had a lot. We've had a lot of like um Korean players there. I think we started with Park Ji Sung, ended with Lee Yun Pyo. Wow! Wow! Greg Wallace coming out nowhere. Please send us your requests, whatever you want Ken to do for you. Um, as long as it's chant related uh, thanks within, every- reason. With, within reason uh, thank you everyone for this week's episode uh, we'll be back in a fortnight if you can't wait that long join the book club club on Patreon uh, members of that club get a brand new exclusive bonus chapter episode every other week where we chat even more about the book uh, and we playing my new game uh, Dyer or Lerma which went oh was really God. popular <laughs> not, not going to tell you what it is but it went down an absolute fucking storm <laughs> uh, to join the club and access all these exclusive episodes and receive your very own book, book, bookmark ooh, mm-hmm. head to patreon.com forward slash football book club get in touch with us uh, people on Twitter at Footy Book Club Instagram at Football Book Club send us all your thoughts there's so many things to say I'll just end the episode <laughs> We're all done. There's so so many oh things. God. Everyone knows. They listen. Go back and listen to an old episode if you really want to hear how we end it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we've been talking about this oh, book I, for too long. Oh, I really wanted to hear how James Buck ended this episode. <laughs> oh. any, la- any last words, guys? It's just stay cool, professional. Yeah, that's good. Goodbye. That's good. I love it. <laughs> stay cool. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Frisco, and James Balgen. It was created and produced by James Bug. Thanks to Asamoah for writing the book. But where are they all now? 
Well, after last playing in 2021, Asamoah finally announced his retirement in June 2023 to focus on new ventures. Although sadly, despite being granted a license, Babyjet Airlines has since ceased operations. Scientific soccer lads, aka Liberty Professionals, were relegated for the first time in 22 years in 2021. I haven't googled UK babies. Steve Bruce's descent into madness continued through his spells at Hull, Villa, Sheffield Wednesday, Newcastle and West Brom. Bolo Zenden has turned down a seven-figure fee to go on Strictly. And Julio Arca has asked James kindly to delete his number. The music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is used in the Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll be back in a fortnight reading Davy Jindler with the brilliant comedian Reese James. Until then, bye-bye. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantel for Dooch and Pete. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. I'm oh. loving the premise of this podcast. I think this is what we all need to be talking about at the moment. Nobody can beat the Beckhams in terms of unions. No one in the world. Everything about the Beckhams is insane. This is the most fun we've ever had. <laughs> I feel like I'm literally 12 again. My mum calling me in for dinner and I'm being like, no. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way they were. were. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.